So the first thing I want to nail down is exactly what United Way is. It's kind of complicated. The best I I can come up with is like an umbrella that sort of covers all these different welfare nonprofits. I love that. So sometimes we like to think of ourselves as the good housekeeping seal of approval for nonprofits. Um, basically, a breakdown of what we do and what I like to tell people in an easy way is, what do you do? I say, well, I have a team of three, so there's three of us, and we run the United Way of Natrona County as our number one, and then we are also the fiscal agent for Campbell and Converse counties. A lot of people don't know that. So yesterday, we were in Gillette in the morning speaking at Devon Energy. So we try to, you know, cover all three counties at the same time. So going back to the original question, so what do we do? We basically go out right now as our campaign kickoff, and that for me is fundraising time. So we go out and meet with specific companies like True Companies, and we meet with them, all the employees. I speak for a little while to try and explain what we do. I bring a couple nonprofits with me that are already partner agencies with us. They speak, tell their stories about what they do, so the employees have a little bit of a better understanding of some of the different nonprofits. Now, if you've been like a lot of true co-employees and you've been there for, for a very long time, you will begin to see a variety of what the different nonprofits do in town every single year because we try to make sure that it's different every single year. So after that, that's their campaign kickoff. All of that funding, all those funds, come to United Way. We are the only nonprofit that can do payroll deduct for any organization. So perfect example of that is, you know, sometimes you can't donate. I don't, you know, I don't have $500 to donate, but you know what? I can probably do $20 a paycheck or I can do $10 a paycheck. Every single little amount that we get adds up and helps. End of story. I mean, $5 a paycheck, you know, all of that adds up. Um, so we take all of those funds, we have a grant process that begins in January for all 501c3s. Now you have to be part of one of our basic needs, health and wellness or youth development. Those are our focus areas and that's what we will take in and, and donate to. Um, so you have to meet those specific guidelines. Um, we have a group of us that sit down and we go through each grant. Um, I am in the room with them. I am allowed to speak and tell them how I feel about things in certain situations, so I'm another person to bounce ideas off of, but I do not make any of those financial decisions. I just do the fundraising portion. So a group of people decide, and in a perfect world, we give everybody the amounts that we can. So then we go back to how much did we fundraise this year, how much do we have to give, and we start peeling off where we have to peel off and focusing in on, you know, the most important things like youth, you know, kiddos, you know, people's actual jobs. I mean, until I started doing this job, I had no idea that they, they we literally give grants for people's positions at some of the nonprofits. Mm. And so those are very hard decisions. And those right. are very hard phone calls to explain when, when we're unable to give, you know, the amounts that they've been expecting because they truly rely on us and unfortunately it's becoming worse and I'm saying that because grants and funding for them is getting harder and harder 
right? Mm. And we're all going after the same pot, so to speak, or, you know, you, you start to begin to talk about donor fatigue and who wants to donate to this and who can donate to that. Now, which brings up another question for a lot of people with United Way is why United Way? Well, you know, if you're not vested in one specific organization, like I know there's a lot of loyal following, followings for the Boys and Girls Club, and they're one of our agencies, uh, CDC, whom I love, and they were one of our agencies and probably will be again, but at this time we're gracious enough to not ask for the funds this year and give them back to the other nonprofits because they also understand the dynamics of what's going on in, in town. So we truly appreciate being able to take that money and give it back to the other nonprofits this year. Um, but the funding, you know, for them is just so critical right now because of what they're up against. And for us, you know, you're giving the money knowing that we have an actual committee that meets and goes through these grants. We meet with the organizations four times a year to kind of monitor and discuss needs, wants, issues in the community. At that time, it's pretty amazing to watch how they help one another. And we have them in sections, so we meet with youth development. We meet, you know, with health and wellness all at separate times. Um, they're a pretty spectacular group of individuals, executive directors that uh, work together very well and help support one another in the community, which is pretty amazing to see and for me I see us as one of the entities or umbrellas so to speak to help guide those things and be there for them for whatever those needs might be so yes the workplace campaign is number one uh, we are pushing pushing to get back two million dollars um, that's my ultimate goal so that we can give it back is it all is United Way totally funded by donations Yes, 100%. So how that works is everything that comes into us, of, of course, there's uh, overhead. There's three employees, right? But we right. also handle three different counties. So we have three different budgets to work off for, you know, what work off of as well for that. Um, but with that being said, a lot of people ask about how United Way kind of functions. And when you think of a United Way, you got to think about it kind of like a franchise, in, in a lot of ways because we are our own individual entities, each one of us. So like I'm the state lead for all United Ways in Wyoming, mm. which I love because that allows me to be able to connect with the other United Ways in Wyoming every month and we kind of talk about what's going on and how things are affecting us on different sides of the state so we can try to figure out how to tackle things together. Um, but basically 1% of our funding goes back to United Way worldwide and how that works is that's just like our fee so to speak but what we get back from that is training I have a lot of trainings that I go to um, we also get specific points for traveling and being able to do things with them for free so I look at it as kind of a franchise it's a franchise fee in my mind and then you know we're running it ourselves like everything in Natrona County stays in Natrona County every amount of money we get for Campbell stays in Campbell and we don't ever you know we that's a big no no you can't do that and we are audited every year we uh we work with an auditing firm here and I have a, a finance coordinator that's been on my team for 15 years so oh, I feel oh. really secure about how we handle things in the process with everything and then what about business investments 
I was looking at that. Is that a, that's a little different than a donation, right? How do businesses invest in United Way? There's a couple different ways. You know, we obviously will always take a corporate donation, and and we've had a lot of really fun things happen this year with uh, like Jonah Bank, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, there was an opportunity for them to give us some additional funding along with some of the other nonprofits in town, and so they gave us a call and. That money just goes directly into the pocket for the workplace campaign. So all that money still just goes directly there. But if you're unable to give and you want to just be part of the United Way and what we do, um, you know, we've had uh, Mark Rood from uh, New York Life, who is a big supporter and a great guy in town. He was our supporter last year for um, Month of Caring. And so that's kind of a thing where he gave us money and we were able to go out and give people flowers and um, gift cards for coffee and just surprise them. They had no idea that they were nominated. Mm -hmm. So that's something we did all month long. And then we also worked with, um, uh, for Day of Caring this year, um, Wyoming Machinery was who we had uh, as our sponsor, who is also on my board and a giant, huge supporter of United Way. They always have been and we're grateful for them. And uh, basically what that is, is they, they sponsor the event. We had nine different projects, so the nonprofits apply through us to have something done for them. Um, so we did lots of painting this year. We painted outsides of buildings, um, insides of buildings. And then I was grateful enough this year, we had a pretty big concrete project that they needed. And I have a relationship with 71 Construction, because they're amazing. and. Uh, they poured an ADA ramp and had specific handrails built through a friend, didn't charge us a thing. They completely donated their time, the entire project, and all the materials um, for Seton House and Interfaith because they didn't have the proper ramp in the wintertime for people who are handicapped that need to go there and talk to them for resources and help. And there's quite a few of those people that need access to that building. So I was... Right. Uh, really happy with the way our day of caring projects turned out this year and um, grateful to the nonprofits for reaching out and asking us for help and um, grateful to the community for being able to actually help support us now so I want to make sure this isn't muddy for listeners business investment they're not getting anything back it's just investing in the community so they, they are in that sense getting something back but Correct. it's not um, a typical investment like to see your monetary your money grow right. it, um, is, it is it's an investment back in the community and I think realizing that uh, sometimes to grow your business in different ways you know marketing is a very tricky beast and you can have a million dollars out you know ten thousand out the door a month on marketing campaigns but you know what are you doing locally Who, who's branding you locally what are you doing in your community to be out there with your face to let people know that you really mean business and you want to help the community get better and then i wonder greedy me no is this tax deductible yes absolutely everything is tax deductible okay and you know we on some of these projects you know put we put volunteers together too sometimes we need 10 or 15 people to help us put a fence or whatever the project might look like so there are a lot of opportunities we also our team we have a committee that volunteers and tries to help all the nonprofits for any event that they have going on 
Um, so if they've got a golf tournament or, you know, a casino night or something like that, we try to help back them up and volunteer with their team um, so they're not so stressed out while they're doing some of the events. So, we, you know, we're always looking for people to help us with that, too. And so volunteerism in Casper, I was wondering, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, where do we rate? You know what? Uh, you'd be surprised. I, uh, I think this year we've had a fantastic year for volunteerism. Now, I don't know if that's because I'm persistent, annoying. And <laughs> you know, when you ask someone and really people, people are like, yeah, I, don't, I can donate two hours. You know, some of the projects are an entire day. Uh, we had Rocky Mountain Power with us on a project for the self-help center. They needed a new play complex up for the kids over there. And we got, I mean, a crew came out and we were there from probably nine o'clock until two in the afternoon. We fed them pizza. But in those moments for you to have your team out there, just, they were so funny. It was funny to get to know them. You're getting to know new people within the community. They are already supporters of us. It just, it's a, it's a way to grow your team and see how they rely on each other in a different way than being inside of a building functioning just at their job duties. Is it the volunteer committee? Those are the same people year round, right? Yeah, we have, um, we have a community investment committee, which is the committee that decides on all of the funding, which we do allow people in the community to be part of as well. So, you know, that's another way to volunteer your time. And you wouldn't have to be there for the whole day. You could come in just for, like, the basic needs portion or the youth development portion and be part of that section. And that would entail you um, being able to review all the grants that we get in. And then you come and sit down with us and we discuss all, you know, all of the wants and needs and see what we can do from there. And then the other committee is our community engagement committee. Uh, that is more of the volunteering um, you know, helping Meals on Wheels with their uh, chili event in yeah. January that typically happens and just different opportunities like that for whatever people need within the community. Now, there's a little bit of squabbling sometimes I see on our social media when we shine a light on a nonprofit that's similar to another nonprofit. So I was looking at the vision statement, and it's that the United Way it, it wants to share the community's desires and be the voice of the community. So you kind of touched on this with how people can get involved, but how do you guys glean what the community's voice is and what the community wants? So, you know, my job is really focused on being part of what the nonprofits are and getting to know each one of them. Um, I do feel like a majority of them, I have a really good relationship with the executive directors. You know, they have my cell phone. They can call me for things. We talk about everything. You know, we talk about one cent. We talk about grants. We talk about, oh my gosh, this is coming up. I need to replace the roof. You know, how are we going to do that? You know, I don't know everyone in town. I feel like I know quite a few people in town from having, you know, my previous position with K2 Radio or Town Square Media. Um, and I'm, my, my, I guess what I'm trying to say is if there's a want or a need in the community and we need to know about it, pick up the phone, give me a call, send me an email, and we usually will try to figure out a way to resolve it. We have other things that happen. Um, there are specific times when uh, we field a lot of phone calls for rental assistance, um, utility assistance, gas cards, uh, laundry vouchers, 
and people tend to come to us first and there's a different couple different key places we typically send them that are able to help them along with 211 in Wyoming because we're lucky enough to have that um, but basically there's you know anything we don't know about we can't help with but what we do know about we are trying our best to to get a resolution in place and to be honest with you sometimes that's me hanging out with an executive director helping them with their marketing you know what i mean they mm -hmm. just they've never done it before they don't know they're new hey i'm a new executive director i've only been doing this for a year but i sure do know marketing you know right. and i and i love it and i understand kind of how it works and and i'm happy to do that but again if we don't know some of them do overlap in some ways but they are all very different and from the outside when you look at them you could think immediately yes but i would challenge you to go visit them go visit each one of them take some time stop in chat with the executive director and take a tour it will change how you think about things in this community now, to change the subject a little bit, you guys usurped Mimi's house, or usurped sounds like conquered it. It was donated to United Way, right? Okay. Uh, is it up and running? What's going on with Mimi's house? So, is it even called Mimi's house now? No. Okay, so no, I'm not going to speak on their behalf. That would be Miss uh, Lisa Scroggins, and I'm sure oh, okay. you could actually probably you know spend some time with her, and she will talk to you a lot about that situation and what happened. Um, from what I know and where we are right now is they were trying to make a decision on and what they wanted to do with the funding from the sale because they actually did sell the house and Mimi's house has dissolved. Okay. So, um, as far as who it was sold to and moving forward, those details I didn't, I'm, I'm not in. But I do know we will be getting the funding for it and we will have our committee meet and they will go through, but it will only go to homeless youth. They still want us to keep that Mimi's house mission. Um, but it won't be a location. No, it's not. A, it's just going to be basically they're giving us they're giving us the money. It's over with, done and gone, and that money's being donated to other nonprofits. So, okay. If that, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's and unfortunately, there were just a lot of I think big key things that happened to them at once that caused them dissolving the way that they have, and it's not easy fundraising. And it's not easy with these budgets. And a lot of these nonprofits do not have a lot of employees. Like we, I mean, there's three of us to do all three counties. You know, um, it's a lot sometimes, and you really have to want to do it and be passionate about it. Yeah, and I think in the case of like youth homelessness, it's something you can't ignore. It's you can't just punch out for the day. If there's a need, then it's going some good-hearted person is probably going to donate all their time too and then yeah youth homelessness is a big eye-opener here in town if people are unaware of how many homeless youth there are in this town and the story of a girl sleeping in walmart in the bathroom stalls because she has no place to go and the manager knows hmm. but leaves her because he knows she has no place to go you know? Right. There's the YCC, right? Yeah. And then... And Dave Fulshizer, he is a freaking rock star. So you can get him in here to talk about what they do, too. We've had him. You have. I've toured it. Yes, <laughs> he 
He's, he's a numbers guy too. He's got all the really good statistics in town about how many of these kiddos are on. I mean, these kiddos are on antidepressants already. Yeah. You know, yeah. suicide watch. It was a big eye opener for me. I just, I, you don't see it. It's kind of hiding in plain sight, I guess. Yeah. Because there's a, a component of, I think maybe shame even. And so it's not like, it's hard to ask for help when you're in that position, I think. so. Yeah, and I think some of them have never known how to ask for help. Mm. And so they are so self-sufficient because they've been let down so many times in their life that they're like, I'll just figure it out myself. But sometimes you can't. I mean, and where else do you turn? But again, Dave is one of the main ones, you know, where he's got some things going on. And I know his funding is going to be more of a need this year. They've got a lot higher numbers than people are even aware of. Mm, yikes. What other needs would you say are the biggest things that you guys have to prioritize? You know, lately for us, um, I mean, the number one for me in my mind is the workplace campaign, obviously. And the more money I can get in the door, the more money I can give back out. The workplace campaign is getting people to sign up for the the campaign. So this would be businesses, right? Or individuals? Anyone. Anyone. I mean, you can donate $100 if you you want to, $50, you know, $1,000, You could go on our website. You know, we've got a QR code. Call our office. Stop by and visit with us. Um, I'm happy to sit down and have, you know, a meeting with someone if they have additional questions or if there's a business that's interested. I'm happy to come in, talk, and have one of our amazing nonprofits come with us. And it, it really, I think, opens people's eyes when they're able to speak. You know, for us, people are always very confused. What do you do? Who are you guys? Um, I, I, I agree with you. I feel like we're just like the big mama bear kind of so to speak of the month you know trying to be and trying to also not step on their toes and support them the best that we can because it's a lot of moving parts at once and united way if the website is accurate is uh it's been around since 1955 you are correct. right i didn't yes. write that down yeah. <laughs> and, and you know um it's a big deal in a lot of places you know i'm from originally from that I saw also was on the website as far as language is sign up for your big philanthropic adventure. So I wrote that down. I like the way it sounds. But what what does that look like? What's a philanthropic adventure? Well, geez, now you're going to ask me that. That'd be more of an Azure detail, which would be my engagement coordinator. But, you know, for us, I guess it's, it's an adventure of you know, if I think back of the whole situation of even working with 71 Construction over the summer on this project and being able to get that, to get to know them better, I mean, it, it, it was an adventure. It is an adventure. Getting to know each other, you get to know different parts of the community and things and be parts of things that you never thought you probably would be. You're I signing up for something new and yes. exciting, ideally. Yes. I mean, we do fun things, too. We've, um, you know, the, we did a barbecue at Davis Street Station, and we did all the hot dogs. And 
stuff this year. So there's a lot of different opportunities for people to volunteer and spend their time in the community if they're looking. And if you need to know, call our office and we're happy to help point you in the right direction. Anything specific coming up that might, for our listeners, they go, I want to be a part of that. Um, you know what? I know that Festival of Trees is starting to get itself up and running and working on what it's doing. And I know that there's a 5K that's going to be going on for um, Foundation for Cancer Care. That's going to be coming up here real soon. I don't know if they need volunteers for the race or anything like that. My brain, um, I've got my kickoff stuff going on in my head, so I know I've got like speeches for certain businesses, <laughs> but other than that, we don't have a lot of things lined up right now. We're just in kickoff mode, and uh, our main thing is like going out to True Co's and speaking to them and WCDA and just getting back in front of people, um, Wyoming Machinery, and uh, trying to remind people why we're here and what we do. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to talk a little bit more about it, and I hope it helps explain things to some people because I know it can be quite confusing at times. Yeah, I myself, I'm like, I was trying to get a handle on it this morning. I think I've got a pretty good idea now. Are you guys doing, uh, is Ready League happening this year? So Ready League, you know what, we're trying to get it back and going. This last year, it kind of fell off. I took over in July when the campaign kickoff kind of was already launched Uh. and everything was in place. So we just started running kind of thing. Um, I've had a couple meetings with the school district. Unfortunately, they don't have funding to give us. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not willing to talk to someone and get a sponsor for it um, so that we can get it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm also on the board for uh, the Child Development Center, and it was an awesome program. And I know they use the bags a ton, and it was super helpful for all the programs for people in town. So it's something that we're focusing back on again this year and just trying to probably look for a sponsor to help pay for the supplies and the bags. And once we do that, then we can get a team of volunteers together to put the bags together, and then we drop them off or we keep, um, we house some of them at the office. Um, Are you guys, do you help out with addiction services or treatments? We don't, no, we don't have a lot of, a lot of that. We, you know, one of our newer ones this year was like Brain Injury Alliance, Um, but the addiction part, that's not something that we're able to help with. So it's a lot of youth services. I know after-school programs, that's something that is on your guys' radar. Um, so helping, like, with YMCA, mm-hmm. um, the Boys and Girls Club. What else is there? I can't remember after-school programs. But how is this funding used? So it, would this be um, sponsoring the program itself, and then they can give back to parents or figure out which parents might need help or guardians? Because I know, like, with the YMC one, YMCA one, a lot of people are paying for it. Correct. But there's always kids that need scholarships for this type of gotcha. stuff. So it would be in the form of scholarships. Right. Okay. Right. So basically what you'd be doing is sponsoring a kiddo or two kiddos or, you know, if somebody's on financial assistance somehow or something like that, helping, you know, absorb the rest of that cost for them, which then the YMCA picks up the feeding and all the other stuff. So just... Yeah, basically a scholarship, and if there's, you know, if anything, we're able to at least connect them and put them in the right direction, but there's a lot of opportunity to have uh, 
scholarships, you know, another thing that we've talked about a lot with um, Climb Wyoming's program here in town is some of the ladies I know, um, once they're in the program, then you get a, you go through the training and you're so excited and you get your first job. Well, then you, you know, your car, then there's gas. And then there's, well, like, hey, let's pay for the rest of the stuff that goes along with it, right? So, you know, my thoughts too is trying to come up with maybe a gas card program or something like that that would be able to help you know, people that are in need like that and give them just a little bit of a step up, you know, maybe it's not a hundred dollars, but maybe it's 25, but 25 is better than no gas in your car. So is there anything that you wanted to talk about that I didn't touch on? No, I, I am just grateful for the opportunity to be here. I'm grateful to my staff, my two staff members and my board is amazing. And uh, just a lot of the volunteers and donors and supporters we have in town. I wouldn't be able to do what I do without them. So it's kind of a big circle effect. And I, I don't know if people realize that sometimes.